0: Hey, thanks for listening to All Siblings, a podcast where my sister and I discuss stuff about life. We're 12 years apart and our talks have always fascinated me. So here we are now, sharing them all with you. Follow us each on Insta and spread the love. Hope you enjoy this episode. Hello to everyone. My name is Ariel and here with me is my sister. Hello. You should say your name, actually.
1: I'm Eden. (laughs) Great.
0: And I guess English is not our mother tongue, but you know how life goes and now we're speaking English to one another. And if that's not a showcase of great globalization, I don't know what is. So I guess if anyone is playing this podcast, they're like, who are those people, right? Yeah. So maybe we should first kind of introduce ourselves at least a little bit. Good idea. So maybe let's each of us say a little bit of, about each of us and see where it goes. Okay, I'll start. Okay. I'm, I'm the big brother. So my name, <laughs> my name is Ariel. I'm a, I'm a big brother. I'm 29 years old, going on 30 pretty soon. And I'm living in Bucharest, Romania. now that the pandemic is here. And I'm mostly a video producer slash storyteller. And I love using my family to create content since like a long time ago. I guess that's me shortly. And you, what about you?
1: Okay. So I'm Eden. I'm Ariel sister. your sister. Um, I'm going to be 18 next month. And I live in the UK and been living here for four years now. And I go to college and I do health and social care level three, which is mostly about hospitality. Mm -hmm. Um, It's quite weird because I hate hospitals. I don't like doctors or nurses or dentists. They all scare me. (laughs) Uh, But I want to be a private counsellor. And yeah, that's what I want to do. Uh, But I also want to do fashion. That's another thing I want to do. Probably if
0: this podcast is going to go on and on and on, throughout podcasts, we're, we're going to see you wanting to do a lot of stuff because you're at the right age to want to do a lot of stuff, I guess.
1: Yeah, basically. I, I still
0: do that, you know, and I remember the times when people used to tell me, Hey, Ariel, you should focus on one thing at a time because you try and do everything and it's not working out. And I was so young and I was like, no, I have the energy to do them all. And I wanted to prove everyone wrong mm-hmm. and I did them all. Right. And then you get older and wise not and you get the focusing part. But yeah, uh, a little bit more of an introduction is how, how we came up with the idea of the podcast. I think it was mostly my idea. It's uh, when I was talking to our mother over phone and uh, we're a pretty open family. We talk a lot and open to each other, most of us. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I think at one point my mom said something about you, right? Some more personal, private, let's say, not issues, but things that are on your mind and this yeah. happened like a week ago and I started giving her advice for you as a big brother would do and then she was like you know what stop telling it to me just call her it's your sister you should be able to talk to her and then I thought she's right because every time I've talked directly to you the results were better and it felt better than you know trying to tell her just what's on my mind not as if she's going to tell you or something just like that yeah. so then as uh, as I have this uh, I don't know how to st- To say this in English, in Romanian, we have a saying, and the translation (laughs) is shooting two rabbits in the same time. I'm sure there is a, a saying for this in English. I just don't know it. Maybe you do.
1: Uh... No, I actually so, do Anyway, I
0: have this mindset <laughs> yeah. where I try and shoot two rabbits in the same time. And I think this is what I'm doing now because I, I, I called you and I told you, hey, Eden, let's talk more often, more often than we usually do because it's probably going to be healthy for both of us. But let's not just do it between ourselves, but also let's create something because that's what I do, right? I'm a creator. You also want to create. So why not be open about it? Not just between us, but with everyone else. So now we're not just getting closer and talking and helping each other, but we let the whole world uh, see it, right? And take take their value if they find any, I guess.
1: Yeah. Okay. Quite cool.
0: Okay. So I think one of the topics we should totally start with is this idea of being open. Uh, I think of myself as an open human being. I don't really hide personal stuff from anyone. Of course, it takes a little bit of time for me to open up and I I have to feel the need to open up. But most of the time people say I'm maybe too open. And I have this feeling that you're not far from me. I mean, we haven't been close for the past four years since you moved, maybe not even before because of the age difference. But you're also open, right?
1: Yeah, I am very open to people. It does take a little bit, like you said, for strangers to come Mm -hmm. into my life and be open. But in some cases, you know how they say it's easier to speak to a stranger than someone you know. So I quite like doing that, but in the same time, I don't. (laughs) It's quite weird, but I am really open to everyone. Basically, how do you know
0: how? Like, when did you have this realization that you're also open? Because you're. Yeah,
1: uh, I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, every time I have a problem and someone's asking me, like, oh, are you okay? Probably they don't actually care if I'm okay, but I just I just start on Brent over, even though they don't really want to listen. Like, I'm just open to everyone. <laughs> I just talk so much. And what do
0: you think about people who are not like us, not so open?
1: Um, I don't know. I feel... Bad because you know it's quite good to lay it all out, even though people don't really want to listen to your life story. I think it's still good to lay it out and taking it off your chest. And I don't know how I would feel if I wasn't able to do that. I think I'll feel so I don't know. Stuck. <laughs> but and sad you you
0: do find a lot of people around you which are not like us, right? I mean most yeah. of the people I don't find open. Most of the people I find that they are shocked by, by my openness. Do you, yeah. do you find these too mm. in your life? Do you see like this?
1: I don't think they find me shocked for being open. They are shocked for being... I'm just a very loud and funny person. And they find it a bit shocked of how loud and positive I am. But I don't think they find it weird of how open mm-hmm. I am. I think it's quite a cool thing to have that you just open and you can just talk to anyone about anything. I think it's good. Did people
0: tell you that you're open or did you figure it out on your own?
1: No, no one told me. I figured it out. (laughs) You
0: you said something about listening. Uh, You said probably people don't feel like listening, you know, but what I figured out is that people also today, someone told me that I make people talk. That's what they tell me. Uh, that's what I do, you know. I have to film people and I have to make them talk nicely about the stuff we're filming. Yeah. But you know, everybody is uh, camera shy, let's say, and it's kind of hard to open up and talk to a camera without, you know, ignoring the ignoring the cameras there, the light is there, the microphone is there. It's kind of hard for first time, second time, whatever. If you don't do it, so what I do, what my job is, is to, to film these people, stay in front of them, and actually make them open up. And. I don't know exactly how i do it i don't know when i started doing this but what i figured out is that it's all in the listening it's listening and asking the right questions Uh, because if you listen to anyone that person just instinctively starts trusting you that's what i believe
1: yeah i think to be fair i think i make people open up to me like so many people come to me when they have a problem and I think I make them open up because I am such an open person Mm -hmm. like if I wasn't so open people wouldn't trust me with their words they wouldn't trust me with their stories but because I trust Mm -hmm. them and I tell them my life story of course they would trust me more and they would want to open up to me as well because we'll just be like trusting Mm -hmm. each other so I think that's kind of the same with you like if you're gonna put good questions and, you know, if they need any help, you help them with their answer, then they will trust you and they'll do what they've got to do.
0: So it's almost as if we're not manipulating because that's kind of negative, but we have this ability of uh, being such good listeners and such open people that people that interact with us kind of open up to.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There is
0: a saying I totally love. I don't remember who said it or how it is exactly said, but it w- the, the, the idea behind it was that if you listen to anyone long enough uh, and to their whole story, you will start loving them. Although at first, maybe you have a really bad opinion about them just by analyzing the outside. So I think this also works with criminals. Once you get a really bad person in front of you and you actually ask the right questions and show empathy and listen to his story. There is there is this yeah. tipping point where you actually start not loving, maybe that's too much, but understanding the decisions that person yeah, took, right?
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: So, it's interesting that not many people around us have this. I think it's not just... I, I, I question a lot this thing, like, why are we like this? I don't think I was always
1: Yeah, I feel like that because I think so deep into stuff and sometimes to just realize that people don't think like me and they don't do the things that I do. I'm just like, what do you do if you don't do what I do? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, If you don't think about the stuff that I think about, like, what do you think about? Oh my god, I've been (laughs) struggling
0: with this my whole life. I mean, I'm just starting to understand that people are so very different. And also that I should not be annoyed by the fact that people don't think like me, which is really hard to accept.
1: Yeah, it is. Like, I don't judge them because obviously everyone thinks about what they want to think about, obviously, but it's just kind of hard to have this like conversations like say like if i have a normal conversation with someone and then i start talking about my deep thoughts like i usually do and they're like just like looking at me like what are you talking about like do you know what i mean i feel so judged by the fact that i think so deeply into stuff but then i find some good people they mm-hmm. think the same and i'm just like oh so okay. then maybe it
0: becomes challenging right because although we think the same yeah we can speak on the same level i guess
1: yeah exactly yeah
0: I think that's exactly what we're doing right now, because, you see, our interaction for the past maybe four years, uh, our our interactions were kind of rare. Like how are you? Are you fine? Yeah, I'm great. Okay. So there's like a, a check, right? A checkup. But then yeah. you would actually look for me when you really had an issue, right? When something was on your mind, that's when you would contact me. Because you grew up in this those yeah. past four years, between 14 and almost 18, that I didn't I didn't know what was going on in your mind. I didn't know what I can talk to you. Because as you were a kid, when I last saw you, I, I, I didn't think I could talk to you stuff, right? But then you grew up being away. And then someday I remember you just called me. And I remember that because I was in a in a hotel room and it was pretty late because there's this hour difference between the two countries. And and I yeah. I was kind of sad about life, having things on my mind to feeling alone maybe. Like, I guess that sometimes happens to people. And then started texting yeah. and it was pretty like, my attention went into, oh my God, she's asking really smart questions and she's so young. And <laughs> I have answers for her and maybe that's gonna help her out. And it made me feel really good because that's one of the things I've learned about me too. Aww. It's not necessarily who I'm talking to, but if I feel that I can help someone, especially if it's someone close, right, that makes me happy. Yeah. It's as if I feel. Yeah, exactly.
1: It doesn't. It doesn't even matter who you're talking to. It's just the things that they say, and if you can help, then. So, do help. you
0: remember when you last thought of talking to me, and we, you actually saw we can really connect and speak openly to one another? Is it like, is it just me or you actually find uh, value in talking with me?
1: No, I like talking to you and I think it helps. But like I said, I would rather speak with a stranger because, no, I mean, I like talking to you. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but sometimes I just feel like you're my brother and I feel like I would want to tell you stuff, but like, I'm not scared that you're going to judge me, but I'm scared you're going to like... I don't know like because you've been here before like you've been going from what I went through it's just like and you're my brother do you know what I mean <laughs> there's some things that it's just like I'd rather not tell my brother about that
0: <laughs> okay so maybe that so that's a good enough reason to start a podcast if you ask me as a big brother <laughs>
1: Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> I guess
0: I mean, yeah, strangers you talk to them and maybe they go away, maybe you become friends, but at the end of the day, they are still not your family, right? And they might someday yeah, go away, exactly. And you can easily disconnect from them,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hmm. but also if you talk to someone exactly. close who actually knows you and actually cares for you,
1: it's just different situations, like it depends. like obviously with some really serious stuff that I would rather tell someone who already knows about the situation, who I know it could really help me mm-hmm. like that, then of course I would rather speak with someone I know. But if it's just something that's been going on and I've been having it on my chest like all the time and it's just like, I see a random person and say like at the bus stop, like that's how I realized I like to speak with the strangers. I was just a bus stop and I was crying after school and I was just, and he just asked me like what, what like what happened and I was just talking to him and I I just get, just let it all out and then he took the bus and I've never seen him again. And I just I just thought, oh my god, like I just put all my problems and they just left, you know? And I didn't really think about it. Did they it really
0: leave? Like did you actually feel better?
1: Yeah, like, yeah, that person just left, never seen him before. And like, do you know what I mean? Like, if I see that person again, I'll remember like, oh my God, like, I will, I will kind of like remember the problems that I was feeling at that time. But the fact that he's left and I never, saw, I've never seen that person before, like, I'm forgetting about them and it's, it's So cool. what did
0: that guy do actually?
1: Nothing. He was just, I don't think he really cared, to be honest, but he was just there, like listening to me, just like nodding and well, you know, saying, he, he, Yeah, 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 he I cared get enough to ask. Yeah, exactly. But sometimes I just feel like people just ask out of respect, not really do they actually care. So, yeah, It's interesting yeah, but, you say that.
0: You know, I see. It happens to me also in Bucharest to see people on the floor, lying on the floor in the middle of the street, like maybe homeless people, maybe not homeless people, and then nobody going there to help, and everyone just staring. Right. So probably it's also there's a difference between countries and cultures. That's one point. I think people in the UK are more open and they would ask you what's wrong and try to help. Yeah. But you know, I don't think they don't really care because as, as as I said, the only thing that happens when you listen is that you start caring more not less most of the time that's what I think yeah so although that stranger left and maybe he nodded and he said just yeah I, I, I hear you but that was enough like he knew he could not and should not do more because this was his part he helped you take stuff out of your mind and put them in the real world and like yeah. get you a reality check maybe get you back to reality and then he just left but yeah. that, for me, it doesn't show he does not care. I'm not even thinking of that. I think he just cared so much, actually. He's a stranger. Why would he care about anything?
1: Oh, yeah, maybe.
0: So one day, yeah. like uh, a month ago or something, uh, I was riding my bicycle around town and I saw this old man on the floor. And, you know, there's this whole coronavirus situation. So I had my mask on, people had their masks on. But this guy, he was just lying on the floor without a mask struggling to get on his feet. He was like a, like a bug, you know, like a black big bug on his back, not being yeah. able to stand up. But he was an old man and he didn't look like a homeless guy. So there were cars passing by, looking at the man. There were people on the sidewalk looking at this man, just bystanders. And I stopped my bicycle and just instantly stopped the music on my phone, put my bicycle away and went towards him to help him up and asking like, what's going on? Are you okay, sir? Thinking of the whole coronavirus thing, he didn't have a mask on. And I I don't know where he put his hands. Right. But I just tried to help him out. And then there was a lady in here and she was just like telling me to leave him alone. He's really drunk. And I said, okay, he's drunk. But like, why just look at him as he's, you know, dying here. So people don't want to get their hands dirty. You know, they, they, they're scared of getting involved. I helped this guy up, I, I asked if I can do more. I saw he was kind of drunk. I, listed, I I did the least that I could. I got back on my bicycle and I went on. Uh, people in the cars were at the red light, so they saw everything. They saw the way I stopped, I helped and left. And I saw their faces, the way they looked at me, you know? But that's who I am. I sometimes wonder why people are yeah. not like that. I had nothing to lose by doing that, besides exactly. maybe the coronavirus thing. But you know, I went home, washed my hands, I had my mask on and that's it. Could I do more? Could I have, have called uh, you know, 911 or whatever? Could I, have, I, I don't know, stay with him more? Maybe, but I, I made a, a fast analysis and I was like, yeah, that's the least I could do. I, I helped him enough. I'll just leave now, he seems okay.
1: Yes, I don't know why people are just not kind, or maybe not not kind, but I know you should put yourself first, but when you know you can help someone help.
0: Yeah, but I guess, isn't that putting you first again?
1: Yeah, exactly. You
0: you know what being altruistic means, right? Being altruistic, altruism.
1: Um okay. no.
0: So it it's kind of the reverse of egoism. You know what egoism is, right?
1: Yeah, to do with yeah, your ego. it's to
0: do with your ego and basically what you just said to put yourself first, right? Oh, like put, put your ego first, put yourself first, do stuff for yourself. Yeah. So altruism is putting yourself second and helping people out, putting someone else
1: yeah.
0: on you know the first place and so on. So. I was once reading a book when I was probably like 20 years old, I don't remember. And this, this huge idea was there. Uh, it was a short story and it, it, it sounded like this. Uh, a person fell into a river in the middle of a big city and he's drowning. He can't swim. He's visibly drowning. There's a lot of people there like seeing it, calling the police, but none of them jumping in. And then there's this geek, this guy that maybe that's why I act like that because I know this story, right? I don't know. I'm just figuring it out too while I'm yeah. saying it. There's this guy which out of nowhere sees the whole thing and jumps in to save that person. Right? Oh. So then the author of the book asked, is this guy altruistic or not? And my first reaction was, sure he is. I mean, how is he not? Like he, he didn't care about his clothes. He just jumped and saved. A human being. Well, yeah. so many other human beings were there seeing it and not doing a thing. So he is altruistic. So what uh, What the author of the book concluded then and tried to argue actually was that altruism is in essence egoism. And whenever you put someone else first, it also has to do with yourself. So as yes. I just said, I've learned that speaking to people, listening to people even more, helping people just maybe strangers or other people and kind of putting myself on the second place maybe so many times I've got problems right I don't think about them I don't face them I live with them while I also listen to people that have my problems and I give them advice and then I realize that's advice for me
1: Mm -hmm. all the time I feel the same so what
0: does that say? It says we're the kind of people who would jump in and save that person because we put ourselves so much on the first place that we even have the decency to care for strangers.
1: Yeah, by putting someone first, it actually affects your life in a good way, which basically puts you. Well, we're not talking
0: about extremes right now, right? I mean, sure, there's. So many types of relationships within people. And sometimes you do put someone else first and you destroy yourself. But probably what I think about myself is that I've been using this mechanism and I see you using it too. And I've seen our mother using it too and other people around my life. And although it hurts us sometimes, and it's not putting ourselves first, That is our mechanism of learning so many times and actually growing later on.
1: Yeah, exactly. It does help you grow.
0: Yeah. There's the saying that you should learn from someone else's mistakes, not yours. And I think that's what we're doing without even knowing we're doing it.
1: Yeah, but in the same time, I do that as well. But in the same time, I feel like sometimes I need to do it as well, just so i go through it and then realize that i can't do it yeah, again
0: yeah you're taking your you lesson know what right? i mean
1: so yeah, exactly. I think dude. still good
0: what well, that's fight or flee right that's the two things you can do it's either you face it and fight it or yeah. you get scared and you're like fuck it it's not worth it i'm gonna flee and you run away yeah exactly. i think sometimes in life it's smart to you know run away But if you feel like staying just to get your lesson and face it and try everything, and I think this is what people like us do, that's even better.
1: Yeah, that is bad.
0: Okay, so I think that's it for our first episode.